<laughs> Action. Anyways, <laughs> welcome guys to another episode of the Special Friends Podcast. It's your boy Woozy, and I'm here with Ali B, aka Professor B, aka Professor B, hey, and we're here Professor with another B. episode. Um, yeah, we're. I don't know why I want to say the date. It's August 27th. The month is almost over. Somehow we made it through. August came and went so fast. Like, I don't know. I feel like I blinked. It was August 1st, and now it's about to be September 1st. Yeah. Literally this week. I think August definitely did blew by. And I, I don't know what happened. I really don't know what happened in August. <laughs> I, I'm going to be so honest. Like, if I think back on August. Uh, you woke up and it was September. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it was the last well, last month of your summer break, right? Mm-hmm. Did you work the, the beginning of August? I did. I worked the last week in August. And then, well, technically, I, um, yeah, I took, like, maybe a weekend off. <laughs> that was it? Yeah. I had a little bit more time off, kind of, but it was still, like, prep for the fall semester. So, oh, okay. And then, like, a good week of professional development before the fall semester begins. So, it really was not a lot of time off but i i got to go to long beach and uh <laughs> experience the beach pre pre-hurricane hillary pre-hurricane hillary <laughs> 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 uh, <what>? yeah <laughs> i'm sad too because i actually like storms like i've i i would if i could i would be a storm chaser yeah because i like the rain and stuff like that but Oh, yeah, I was disappointed we didn't get any rain or any action. And I was, I mean, I'm glad that the hurricane didn't, like, create too much devastation, but. Yeah. Did it cause damage? It caused damage in, like, Palm Springs. There was, like, muddy, muddy roads and things. They're rich over there. <laughs> I always think it's kind of cool to see, like, the natural disaster, like, the different natural disasters that um, are, like, location-specific. Because yeah. in Palm Springs, you know, it's just a desert. So with that much rain, the primary problem is mud yeah and mudslides mm -hmm. whereas like um in long beach or in more beach cities it's going to be flooding mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i don't know I, I but yeah we had perfect sunshine it was very windy there was a lot of sand attacks at the beach I'll say, tell me tell, tell them about your beach experience <laughs> tell them about the beach experience go ahead let the people know <laughs> I don't know. But you nervous for now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First of all, shout out to my best friend who I went traveling with. But um, the beach was not the greatest. There was a lot of trash. There was sand everywhere. All the things you complained about were... Sand everywhere. ...were present. But... I still enjoyed myself. I still stand by the beach is a great place, but um, <laughs> I took a video and I sent it to uh, Woozy and <laughs> I told him, I was like, yeah, <laughs> all right. Your unpopular opinion is like not entirely off about some California beaches, yeah. but I liked it in Long Beach. It just, it was a little, tr it was a little, a little trash everywhere. Yeah. I felt like. Was it? Was I haven't been. I don't think I've been to Long Beach Beach. Like, what the beach in Long Beach is it? Like, what's the demographic looking like? White. Yeah. Well, there's black people too, there too, but um, <laughs> where where I saw a lot of white people where we were staying, okay. um, 
and a lot of water sports. Yeah. Yeah, like parasailing. There was a water polo tournament. Um, in the ocean? In the ocean, which I, is wild to me. So, um, but, like. yeah, I don't know. A lot of people who just chilling, doing water sports and getting tan. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, like, a nice boardwalk you can walk. Um, okay. But we didn't really do much of that. We There's a nice, like, um, I think it's called Second Ave, where we got to walk and eat and shop and stuff like that. So it's more of, like, a relaxed hangout, just kind of recover type of trip as opposed to we we intended to do beach hopping, but we were even too tired to do that. Yeah. So after the first beach, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. <coughs> wait, well, so wait, is this the same month you went on a you went to a concert, or the last? Yeah, month? Uh, that was July. That was I think that was the end of mid July. That was also amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Man, I'm not wearing his T-shirt. I almost wore that one today too. This is my other favorite artist um, T-shirt. Who I went to see him in. Um, I want to say I saw him in February, Tom Mish, but Justin Nizuka I got to see mid-August, and I got to meet him. I got a signature, and that was probably just as good as traveling to Long Beach in terms of, yeah. like, vacation and, yeah, experience. Like, have you ever paid for a meet and greet? Me? Mm-hmm. Or would you? I'm delusional. I think people should pay me for a meet and greet. Not Lily, but like, I don't know. I, I can't. I I can't see myself paying for a meet and greet. Not. I don't think anything's wrong with them, because I, I remember they had Fifty Cent came mm-hmm. down here. Erica like, Badu. Yeah, he came too. She came. Yeah, she came. She, she came too. Yeah. Um, in June, I want to say she was here in, at Cookies doing a meet and greet, and she did a small show, right before her actual show at uh, Golden One Center. Oh wow! Shout out to Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. Would you have paid for that? No, but that like, one was. I think that one was free. If you bought, oh. if you bought tree from cookies, then you would get to meet. Oh her. yeah, see, I would do something like that. Like mm-hmm. for me, like I could do something like that. But like when I saw, like I remember if you remember, I think it was a few years. Ago, was it last year or a few years ago when Chris Brown? You could pay money and go take pictures of Chris Brown. Oh yeah, I saw something on my uh, what's it called feed today about how fans paid a thousand dollars most recently oh, yeah. uh, to do a meet and greet with him. I was like a thousand. I would never pay that much. I don't care how much I love a certain celebrity. I don't know about that. That's what I thought. I, I'm thinking when you think I'm thinking meeting me. I'm thinking astronomical prices. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, all my favorite, most of my favorite artists are like you know, um, indie artists and things like that. So that one was maybe sixty bucks, uh, which felt very reasonable. You know, like when like when, when you meet and greet, what is that like? You sit there and you talk with them, or is it like, hey? Yeah, it's What's a your name. Yeah. And then sign the book and then go. Yeah, and take a picture. But you can have a conversation. The thing is, I normally get too, mm. like, flustered. The first couple, I've done a meet and greet with, I, I want to say, I've done one with Masego. Uh-huh. Um, oh, really? That's a pretty good one. Yeah. But I, I, <laughs> I was, blew it. I blew it. Like, I didn't even know, I didn't prepare anything to say. I was just, Star, kind of, I was. It wasn't. I don't want to call it starstruck because I I had a crush on him, so it was more of like, this is my moment, and I fumbled the whole ball. Like I just fumbled the whole whole ball. But um, he was very kind still. And you know what's funny about that? Yeah. You would think 
It's ironic giving your giving your <laughs> giving your career to. I know. <laughs> Not have notes. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so this time when I had my meet and greet, I prepared. I was like, no, I'm going to have something to say. Yeah, note cards? Not note cards, but I did write notes on my phone. Yeah. Just loosely, just like what... I just told him I loved all of his albums and, you know, just what I appreciate about his music and um, that I was excited for his show. Very simple, easy to remember. Remember. And something that he, I, I felt like um, Justin Izuka really appreciated it too. Yeah. Um, he seemed to. Sometimes there's some when you do meet and greet, you see people who are tr doing too much in terms of like trying to get at the artist and things like that. But for me, even if I have a crush on the person, I'm still trying to keep it appropriate. Like I'm not trying to get at them. I'm not. I'm just Tom Mish. I met Tom Mish also, but that one was not a meet and greet. That was just in the. Just pulled up. I, we happened to be at the same bar after his his show. Interesting. And that conversation actually went pretty good, but I was flustered there too. You know, I think about it now, like, we were just, we just came back from Fresno, and the reason why we went to Fresno is because a lot of my friends are artists. Mm -hmm. So it was just like a lot of performances going on. And I think that's where I'm kind of spoiled where it comes to meet and greets and stuff like that. At least when you say like indie artists, like some of the people that I know make good music mm -hmm. so it's like for me it's like man imagine me having to pay to meet you <laughs> like i know you not not disrespect because i feel like they deserve that money but yeah i'm like i don't know it's, it, i think it's just i can't imagine paying money and having a weak conversation yeah like i want want it to be something that lasts that's some that's a memory forever yeah like i feel like if i paid i'm like can i pay that lunch with you <laughs> like, i feel like i'll <laughs> pay for something cool. like that yeah yeah i could i could i could i could see that I only, I think for me, like, mean greets are the only reason why I'll invest in them are artists I've been listening to and following for years mm -hmm. and who, who've influenced my own artistry. Yeah. So, and those are artists who have done that for me. So, or else that I just was, like I said, like Masego, that was a different experience. That was just like a, I, I wanted, you know what I mean? Just when you get to meet your celebrity crush, you just, you want it to go smoothly. You don't want to come off as like, I don't know, uh, too thirsty of a fan, but you want to be a fan at the same time. I don't know how to describe it, but. Interesting. I didn't want to over prepare for that. I wanted that to be organic. And to be honest, I'm, I have no regrets with how that went. Like, that's still a memory for me. Even if it wasn't perfect, it's kind of just like. <laughs> I just imagine you just go. Uh. I get a second opportunity one day, and I have a chance to make up for it. Maybe yeah. you, know? you got somewhere to start. Exactly, I got. Remember, I don't know if you remember me. The girls said, "No, he <laughs> told me my shirt looked like curtains." Really? <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> did it look like curtains? They did. <laughs> they were like a little. It was like velour, and I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Um, That's what's up. But anyway. But so. interesting. But yeah. I'll, yeah, back to like about August. I don't know. I get, August has definitely been a blur for me. I can't from August first to August twenty seventh. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know the last week because I just experienced it, but I'm trying to remember like key moments. You know, nothing stands out. Nothing stands out. Like I mean, birthdays, but you no, know, because Lex's birthday, my girlfriend's birth, oh, my girlfriend. Likes is my girlfriend. The listeners. Their birthday? 
Well, listeners need. To, yeah, I mean, you said Alexis, but oh, what's up, Alexis? Oh, wouldn't let everybody know that Alexis is watching. Yeah. And Richard. <laughs> I don't know if they can hear him though because the mics. Dang, I want to get the third mic out. Yeah. Maybe one day, not today. But yeah, we got people watching today. We got Richard and Alexis watching. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, other than like birthdays, like yeah, August has been like. I feel like I've been trying to get through. Like, you ever like. I hate to explain it this way, but like, you ever gone to the beach? And obviously. And like, you got knocked off your feet by a wave. And you're just like struggling to get back up to not die. That's how I feel like August has been for me. I feel like it's like, I was like, oh, look, we're about to have a good time. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> really? And now, and now it's like, you know, everybody on the beach is chilling, having a good time, whatever. And I'm just like. <laughs> trying to get to land, trying to get you, back to shore. You finally get back up and then, bang. <laughs> Mind you, I had a, that's a real experience I had at the beach before. I almost died at the beach. Is that why you don't like it, really? No, no I don't like it. Like I, a trauma thing? No, I remember that. That was actually a good day. But like, <laughs> I just remember that experience, and I remember Hermit Crab got in my pocket. But <laughs> like, I just remember that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that because that feeling. <laughs> How did you discover that the Hermit Crab was in your pocket? Was it like? Did it pinch you? Or? No, it was just like, like I had like moving around. Yeah, was, my pockets were just like going crazy. And I'm like, what the heck? And it was like, you know, sand in your pocket. So I remember taking the skin, like taking the sand, scooping it out, and then like the sand's like falling out. And Trevor Carter said, "Ah!" <laughs> Threw it. Poor thing. I hope he didn't get hurt. But like, <laughs> sorry, my life is crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's how I feel about August. Where it's like, I feel like power save mode. Just trying, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get through. A lot of things is going on. A lot of things are changing. Uh, but we're here. Okay. But. I did want to talk about, I mean, we talked about before, but kind of really like having a real check-in. I think it's perfect time for everybody in here too. Okay. Having a real check-in, like, <laughs> and seeing, you know, how have you been, you know, how we're, we're in the eighth month of the year. How, you know, how is the end of 2023 looking for you? The end of 2023 is looking pretty good, I gotta say. Like, it started off very, very bumpy, very rocky, Um, especially in my love life and just like that, the way that that was affecting like my focus at work and my ability to be focused with myself. Mm -hmm. But right now, I feel really good. Like, I'm actually taking a an intentional hiatus away from, you know, dating and really getting myself organized and um, focused, for lack of a better word, on my work. And it is really, I don't know, for me, transforming my mental health Mm -hmm. because you can really want to change something in your life and, I don't know, obsess over trying to change it. And that can steal your joy, like the day-to-day joy, and steal from your ability to, like, make progress on the things that will help you to maintain the joy. So I'm starting to finally, yeah, just get to a place where um, I'm actually prioritizing my myself, okay. prioritizing being better at work. Like, 
you know, having a calendar that I actually write things into and actually checking my emails, stop like trying to just get out of my own way. And okay. it feels nice. I don't feel mentally bogged down like I I started the year off. Um, so I'm looking forward to finishing strong, but it's going to be a pretty busy semester. So yeah. um, maintaining is, is kind of where I'm at. And a lot of times people ask me like, well, what else is going on with you besides work? Work? Work. Like, you you know, if you ask for like a real check-in with me, like that is what's real for me. And um, I've been seeing a lot of like, okay, hopefully I'm not trailing too far off with this check-in, but I've been seeing a lot of people and videos about um, women who are in like, relationships that are really not healthy for them yeah right and like some of them are in trap in tragically or some of them are like fighting through it you know story time on tiktok especially is like really popular in my um, algorithm and i see in the comments people be like you know stay single and i'm like i feel like how about just be healthy like be healthy as something to strive for because there are people out there who are single and struggling with it and i don't know i just feel like there's a way that both sides are glorified and really it's not about either side being better than the other and i feel like i'm finally getting to a place where i understand that because yeah you know i resented that for a while so it feels nice to not be focused on trying to figure out my love life am i gonna be in a relationship am i getting too old to have kids like i'm out of all of that anxiety and really just present in enjoying the people in my life enjoying being who i am and that is like my very real check-in it feels very nice to be in that place for once yeah you know that's good so yeah you, i'm the end of my my year's going well but you know I feel like i feel like that's a good a point to come into because i feel like especially as we get older i think that's the hardest thing to be I guess you could I hate to use the word content but I feel like that like being we I remember that someone made the joke like by 25 we're expected to be a certain place and then you have like a midlife crisis at 25 because you're not where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and it, it is, it's like that same energy where it's like getting to a point we realize you know what one this is a longer race than we think but two like we all have you know we all have our own road and journey at the end of the day and I think it's cool to see you like I guess you say grow into that where it's like, I know I want these things, but. It's it's like when you're driving on the freeway and you would much rather be in the carpool lane, but it's it, you're a solo driver and it's yeah. carpool hours. So you just gotta appreciate the lane that you're in. Appreciate, even if you have to go at the same speed as everybody else, like it's not my time to get in the carpool. I don't have somebody else in here right now. And that's cool. Like I'm just mind, mind the view of the lane I'm in instead of trying to merge illegally, <laughs> if you will. I love the analogy, but I hop in the carpool lane. I've been in carpool lane well, as a single okay. driver all the time. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, okay. No, it was a, no, it was a, great, I mean? no, it was a great analogy. I, I do, too. <laughs> I hop in the carpool lane, too, but for, <laughs> for oh. example, yeah. You know, no, I'm saying it was a good analogy. Like, it's a good analogy, and I'm, you know, admire the lane that you're in, but in real life, if this lane is slow, I'm in the carpool lane faithfully. That was yeah. That was me getting here today. <laughs> so many slow, slow drivers. 
and me trying to just be patient in it because I'm also in a lot of traffic so it's just trying to stay um, patient and not let that stuff be getting the best of me do you change like if you're in bad traffic do you tend to like change your emotion like do you get stressed out and by the time you arrive you know not well not necessarily road rage but just like do you find yourself in one mood when you start your trip and then after you've been through the traffic you arrive and you're in a completely different mood or like state i would say it won't happen it doesn't happen often it's happened before mm-hmm. you know like i think it only happens if i'm late okay well now i've been i've been like you know going there with good energy like woo, and then you're late and just like you're late because of like there's some traffic or something going on you're just like Oh my God! But like going somewhere, and like there's traffic, like, I'd be more. I think, but I'm also I don't have road rage like that. So and is and do you have to you don't have to drive very far for work? Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's hella traffic. You guys, Richard, there's hella traffic to get to work. I've been late like three times this week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a tw- it's not a far drive, but it's uh everybody who lives in this area goes the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's like a. It, it takes a if there's no traffic it's probably like a 10 15 minute drive but with traffic it's like a 30 minute drive yeah okay so in every day there's traffic except for like mondays so it's literally just like and it's it's one lane there's a major stop sign that no one knows how to use there is a person who lives on the corner of that stop sign who always messes up traffic and people there's like a turn when you get on it's like this weird turn where it's like you turn and immediately have to make a left turn and everybody gets hung up right there. Like, I feel like I know where you're talking about. Yeah, I hate it. But, yeah, so definitely that. Like, I remember I was like, I, I leave at a certain time and I've been leaving at a certain time for almost two years now. I now have to leave earlier because the traffic has got so bad recently mm-hmm. and I've been going up to work late and I'm like, what the actual F word? Yeah, because there's construction everywhere. Like there, it's on all the all the freeways and things like that. So I ask because that's you know another layer of like man like staying in the lane and just minding the business that pays me because I really cannot control the traffic. Yeah. I cannot control. I can merge lanes to try to get there faster, but at the end of the day, I'm still gonna get there at the same ETA that the GPS gave me. Oh, you ever try to beat the GPS? Okay, this yeah. Is awesome. Are you with me? Okay. Thanks, Alexi. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Alexis. <laughs> I'm not alone, okay? No, you're not alone at all. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Well. But she's your biggest fan, so. Oh, I lied. Second biggest. CJ loves you today. <laughs> oh. He talks about, like, oh, is that my best rally? I'm like, damn, <laughs> CJ Black. <laughs> you're never in a conversation with that energy. <laughs> 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 yeah, CJ, you can get it on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, well, um, I think that's dope though, because even like, damn, I lost my train of thought. Staying in your lane, <laughs> swerving over there. <laughs> no, I was I was thinking about like, like all the like this just the like the traffic and stuff like that, like the fact that you can't control it. I think that's the hardest thing too is like realizing like you can do, I've been listening to a lot of Jim Ron. I have a, I have a, on my YouTube because I like to be productive. I have a whole playlist of just lectures, mm-hmm. which sounds crazy, but it is. 
So I sit there and listen to lectures at work sometimes. A lot of times. They must be good lectures. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. I listen to I listen to a Carl Jung one. I got a Jim Ron one. I have a Earl Nightingale one. Mm-hmm. A bunch of different lectures. But I listen to Jim Ron one like actually like kinda a lot. Like I listen to it probably like five times already. It's like a two hour one. But in that he talks about like he talks about something called the law of like I think I don't know what he's called it, but it's like the the law of sowing and reaping. Mm-hmm. And in the law, he talks about like a caveat to the law. Like basically, whatever you sow is what you reap. If you sow pumpkin seeds, you'll get pumpkin. If you sow nightshade, you'll get nightshade. You'll never sow pumpkins and get nightshade. You'll never sow, sow nightshade and get pumpkins. Like whatever you sow is what you're going to reap. Mm-hmm. But because we live on this planet, there's this thing where you can sow the right seeds and you can have a nice crop and you can see the crop growing. And all of a sudden, that night, it hails on your crop. And, like, you did nothing wrong. It's just there are things out of your control. Yeah. And, like, that's what I thought of when you were saying that, like, about the traffic. Like, like there, was, there wasn't traffic before, but now there's, for some reason, there's construction, which you had no control over, which now is causing you more traffic. And you're like, what did I do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is the schedule I'm used to. Yeah. But... No, it is not the schedule I'm used to. It's like a, it is a new challenge. It is mm-hmm. um, a level up in some regards, especially professionally, having yeah. to be just responsible more for things that are in my control and also giving myself slack when things are not in my control. Like yeah. I have control. I have a tight um, like commute time between on one day in particular. Mm-hmm. And where I have control is not sticking around too long after class to chat around with or chat with my students because I'm good for chatting with my students after class so I have I have control over that and and you know getting in the car as soon as possible but what mm. I don't have control over is if a big diesel truck falls over on the side and drops a bunch of gravel and now backs up all of the you know freeway I if I'm 15, 10 minutes late, I can't stress myself out about that. Yeah. Even though it's very stressful. You yeah. know, you got a lot of people to call and things like that. So, you know, Interesting. not being uh, intimidated by that and just continuing to roll, roll with the responsibility and I feel that. my lane. It's easier said than done sometimes. Sometimes I just want to get in the carpool lane. Yeah. But <laughs> the payoff is better when I mind, mind my business. I feel it. How are you doing, though? How am I doing? Yeah. I'm doing good, though. I'm doing good. I was thinking about, I mean, this year, again, is also a blur. I don't, granted, the journal, since I lost my journal, I ain't gonna lie, I've been kind of been off the Richter's. But mm-hmm. for the most part, if I remember this year correctly, it's been a good year. I've had a great time. I think I had, an, I had a good idea what, what I was going to do this year. I have my goals on my notes and everything, and I have the goals in my, my goals in my wallet. And I'm very much so still on course with those goals, a lot of those goals. Um, a lot of personal growth, emotional growth, you know, growth in career, like career path, like understanding what I want to do, like vision. Um, but... I will say, I think the best thing that ever happened to me was 
getting my stuff stolen. Really? Yeah. I only say that because obviously like that moment even though like I'm not affected in that moment the way people would probably think like emotionally I think it was more like a hard reset like a complete reset Mm -hmm. and you don't get those often you know Um, it makes you realize a lot of things you weren't doing the best might even say you were doing wrong and then you also realize a lot of things that you're doing right um so i feel like the year has been great and i think that moment for me was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me because it reminds me that anxious sweet so it's like not that i have to go harder but maybe work a little bit smarter mm-hmm. um I'm glad that I posted all the stuff that we posted. Like we didn't like kind of like let's talk over doing this podcast for a year and not, you know, not do anything. Yeah. Like all that stuff is out. Um but it also helps me like go like I feel like I'm more on my Kanye shit where it's like the vision is the most important thing right now. Like I'm really like thinking about like what the goal is and about what things I can be doing, even if it's little things I could be doing to go to go further, like closer to those goals. So it's like with with this stuff, it's like getting on a, a like a well oil, like creating a well oiled system where this thing can be done, but also in the future replicated. Um, you know, getting to the point where, like I said, this is more self sustaining. You know, something that doesn't need to be like not baby but you know like have to be like made space for like this is something that like you know like opportunities I just want this to be a driver like not just this but just like all media in general that I that I put my hands on like I want I want to create more opportunity and I, I feel like I had that vision but it was like a, like almost like a pipe dream type deal like it was hopeful like hopeful, like yeah, I hope I get to that point. But now, with like rebuying everything, it's like, like if you're gonna do this, you got to do it now. Like now, I'm invested. Yeah, like it's before, like I said, cause I told people before, like all that stuff was like stuff for other stuff that I just so happened to be using. Like I had the camera for vlogging, I had the other camera because I love photography. I had a laptop for when I used to stream. You know, I had an audio interface from a podcast years ago. Idea microphones everything like all that stuff was like kind of hand me down to the idea of, of doing a media a media thing a media company type type deal but when i had faced with the the you know buying this stuff again it's like is this something that you want to do you know like like is this something that you really want to do and if so like you know you know if you buy this stuff like you like you kind of got to be real with yourself if you start slacking off like that you're kind of what the fuck you buy this shit for if you're gonna play so that's why i said like that's what i mean when i say like a hard reset it's like more like now like there's more in, there still was intention but then now it's like more like doing a lot more research on everything like aspects like i've been learning more about editing and this is like just getting really getting into it and i feel like as far as the check-in like 
obviously because I don't talk about work, but that is my work. Like I've really been trying to dial in all this, mm-hmm. like create it, create a system to be able to, you know. It's almost like you you have have this puzzle and you had all the pieces with your journal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But do you feel like, and now you lost all the puzzle pieces, but you still have like the box cover. Like you still have the big picture vision of like what you're piecing together. Well, I have my business journal. I don't keep my business journal on me. Well, now I have it on me because I don't have a journal, but I have a journal that has my business ideas in. That journal they lost was more my personal journal. Like That's emotional. what I mean though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. That's like my emotional pieces. That's all gone. So like that, like I don't even know. Like I said, I hate I to be like weird like that. Pieces are important to the business. Oh, you know what I mean. So that's what I mean by like losing all the pieces, but st- but like being able to. Okay, this is what I mean. Like when you're putting a puzzle together, you yeah. get lost into okay, I got to put this this corner of the puzzle together. Okay, I got these pieces. I'll put this part of the or this edge of the puzzle together until eventually you get the full picture. The full puzzles put together. You know what I'm saying? But you get lasered into small different parts of it. And sometimes, of course, you can always reference the big picture because you've got the picture to look at. Yeah. But if you lose all the puzzle pieces, there's nothing to be putting together but just an appreciation of the fact that you still have what the what the image is. Yeah. And so to have lost all the puzzle pieces and now either it's like investing in a bigger, better puzzle, yeah. which is a newer, a bigger vision for yourself, maybe a clearer vision. I feel like it's something we've talked about. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like, would you would you say it's kind of, yeah, giving you some space to, like, pull back out as opposed to having been more so lasered in on, like, the, you know, emotional and also, like, mm, technical parts that I feel like we were very lasered in when we first started our, our podcast. So, but I don't know. I'm just curious yeah. if that's kind of, like, so a I'll solid s- recap of what you were saying. I'll say it like this to your puzzle analogy. For me, it was like I have the box and the puzzle and like the comfort of having the box that if I don't, you know, the puzzle, if I don't feel like finishing the puzzle, I can put it back in the box. I feel like now the box is gone. <laughs> so I have to put the puzzle together. <laughs> like that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like okay. now the box is gone. I have a rough idea what the puzzle looked like on that box. <laughs> okay. And it's more like finishing the puzzle um yeah finishing the puzzle and you know not like being i guess because i to like, the puzzle now is you like i've been in but i've been there with a couple times like i'm gonna commit to this puzzle i get like two-thirds of the way through i'm like man this puzzle going back in the box <laughs> <laughs> i think i lost a couple pieces <laughs> i think my nephew came and smacked some stuff off the table like we ain't gonna put this puzzle back in the box. Now it's like the box is gone. Even the little bag that the pieces was in is gone. <laughs> like you gotta put it together. Yeah. Now it's like I have all these pieces, mm. and I have to put them together. Cause like, cause imagine if I was like, "Oh, Ali, we had a nice run. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Just did it." Yeah. <laughs> like not. I mean, even if that was that happened, that would have been a valid. I think that would have been a valid thing 100%. to do. One hundred percent. Yeah. But it was one of those things where like, no, like one, we got people who really enjoy it. You know, we got a, a community that people, people who really enjoy it. One, we both enjoy it. And then two, like, just the opportunity it will bring in the future for personal on both sides. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, why would I not? Finish for me, there was the no puzzle? reason. Huh? Why would you not finish, yeah, finish the, puzzle? the puzzle? Like, why would I put the puzzle back in the box? Like, all right. 
<laughs> you want to just throw it all away? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throw all the pieces away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just throw it all. Like we don't. Now we got to throw it in the trash can. So you really just basically got to trust yourself to remember the puzzle, remember what was on the box with pretty what much. you have. Yeah. You can say that. Yeah, pretty much. And so, be motivated enough to finish it. Yeah. Well, also and also like you know. Having people help with the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. also an option. <laughs> like yeah. like you said, being a kid was like, no, don't, no, stop. <laughs> I, I found the corner piece. Stop. <laughs> I now don't you're want your help. Now you're mad that they found the corner piece? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you put the corner together like I'm mad. Because <laughs> I wanted to put that I corner wanted to together. start there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But, yeah, that's that. I feel like that's been... As far as the year, as far as like it's personal, just really kind of diving, you know, being true to myself, diving deep into the stuff that I've been doing, getting back into photography. Kind of excited about that. Not kind of, I'm actually really excited about it. Yeah, you said you had a few gigs. Been moving. Kind of photography are you enjoying most? Well, I do event photography. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's pretty much it. Just in, are there like specific events that you're enjoying shooting most or that you're looking to shoot more of? I think me, I kind of remove, I think I just, I'm just happy that I'm just happy to see people enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. I think that's the, I get like the secondhand smoke of people enjoying themselves. I think that's what I like about event photography the, the most where it's like, I've never been to an event, mind you that people are like mad, but like I've never funeral. Yeah, no, I never. I've been to one funeral or two funerals in my whole life. Mm. Um, I guess that's not really an occasion people hire photographers for. I don't know. Maybe yes. I want you to make sure if you see somebody crying, I want you to put that camera right in their face <laughs> and snap it. Well, that's how I feel about church photography, though. I've, yeah. The only times I've been in church and I see somebody having a real moment with God, and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I could take this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Stay right there. <laughs> we, I remember we, make, we were joking about talking about. Can you just like put your hands a little bit lower? <laughs> Keep your hands a little bit lower <laughs> so I can take this. But like you know, it's, it's moments like that where like I mean I enjoy doing it for the most part, but going forward I want to focus more on enjoying the enjoying like like we we talked about before that the world is kind of crazy right now. Yeah, and I want to get more into like enjoying. You know, I like I like the idea of people having a good time, like community like, celebrations. Yeah, so. Yeah, event photography for me is fun to like, and as I get more comfortable with it again, I want to make like, you know, I, I like, can you guys uh, take a picture together? together? Like, right, right now, now I'm still the, I'm still at the place where I'm like kind of nervous about it because like, I'm just feeling weird. Like it, it it it's a muscle to grow to do that, but you got it. You'll you'll get you'll. No, you I, got I, it. I've been there you before. Did, you, you did that at our event. I feel. Yeah, yeah, but still. Ugh. It's, it's, it's just okay. it's cringy. Still a struggle. Because okay. I always feel weird was like, hey, because you see me come, I'm like 6'2". <laughs> it's like you see a 6'2 guy walking towards you, making eye contact. But the good <laughs> like, thing is, like, most people at an event want pictures. Mm -hmm. So oh, it's no cringe. Pro tip about that. Don't always take pictures of people when you be taking pictures of. Oh, oh, yeah. I only say that because I was learning about this, like learning about from like other event photographers. There's some people who try to steal the show. So I learned about creating a VIP list <laughs> because it's like, if you're, for example, I went to, to the event and took pictures of the, of the people at the event, like who were performing. Mm -hmm. There's sometimes, like there was a lady on, there was a lady, you remember the old, older lady? You can see the older lady that every time somebody performed, she was trying to like dap somebody up on the stage. 
<laughs> there was a like there's people like that who like want they they like being with the camera and I've learning from past mistakes I've had pictures where I'm like damn I have a whole bunch of pictures of this one person oh <laughs> and it's like they're yeah. in different scenarios but it's like the same person keeps being these pictures and you can't send it to them if you send them a picture of like another pro tip please don't send all the pictures to the people oh <laughs> you have this yeah pick the pictures because if you send somebody a picture and you're like oh it's my you know graduation and you have like 13 pictures of like some guy that you barely even know it's like Somebody, they're probably gonna be like, what the fuck was this guy doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, that's just the me getting back into photography. But yeah, it's kind of, um, I just love taking pictures of people and enjoying the moment. I, I like event photographers too, because yeah. uh, at the silent disco I went to yesterday um, with my homegirl, there was an event photographer there and he came up to us, asked us if we wanted to take a picture. And I like that we got to see our pictures, that, you know, we didn't have to just rely, because the thing is, most of the time I'm enjoying myself at an event too. I'm not very good at taking pictures um, mm-hmm. while I'm enjoying celebrations and you know, just like being present and engaged. Mm-hmm. So I always enjoy being interrupted for a picture because I'm like, oh yes, I'm actually gonna get get one and not get home. Like, damn it, I forgot to take a picture tonight. Like I do every time yeah. I go out pretty much, you know. Well, it's funny, I did a event for Marianne, for Miss Mariana. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, you know, you have the like I said, even though I don't like doing, you have to do it. And I remember so she, had, she had a group of close friends that came, and I was like, I remember I was like, "Can I take a picture of you guys?" She, they said no. <laughs> they did. <laughs> oh, that was a plot twist. I did not expect that. Yes, they said no, and then I was like, "It's for Mariana." Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, okay. No, that makes sense. That is. And I was like, I, I, was I like, respect Jeez, that. Actually, it broke my heart at first. I'm like. <laughs> like I mean, you have to be open to the no, but yeah, because you. I mean, you also don't know where those pictures are going, or mm-hmm. sometimes you don't know the people that are photographers. So mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah, it was so just, I can see now where why you might be a little like. That's yeah. I've, and I've been I've been told no more. T- I mean, I've been told yes way more than I've been told no. Mm-hmm. But those no's definitely stick out in my brain where I've like asked people like I take pictures of them, and it's like. My bad player. <laughs> I'll keep it pushing. <laughs> I'll keep it pushing then. But it's, it's 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 a it's a cool thing. Gonna need like a little um sign, not a sign literal sign, but like in some events I think I've done before we would have like consent. Obviously consent waivers and the people who had consent had wristbands or stickers on. Oh, right, so really? we mm-hmm, so we could identify who does and doesn't wanna be on, on photo. Yeah. But that can make it easier for you yeah. in future runs. I know a lot of times when I do events, the event says explicitly, like, like there's signs up, like, if you're in here, you're consenting to be in, like, photographer. Yeah, somebody taking a picture of you. Not maybe, like, directly of you, but you might be fourth, fifth, sixth party in a crowd or something like that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's the same thing with the church thing. They, they said that, too. I remember I was telling them, I was like, like I said about the moment, like, if someone's having a moment, I can't take a picture of people crying. I'm so sorry. When I see people crying, yeah, I just cannot take that picture because that's like, bro, that's a that's a real. Unless moment. they're happy tears. I mean, even even then, like. Think it at a wedding, like a groom might cry. You're not gonna take a picture of that. I don't do weddings. Oh. That's actually my big. I don't do weddings. That's a, that's a hard no for you. Mm-hmm. Why not? A lot of pressure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. There's things I'm still scared of. Like wedding, like I would be the second. Maybe I'll do it in the future, but I'll be second camera to a wedding. I can never be primary camera. 
like I just think about missing the kiss or like you know granted you will be aware yeah of what you're supposed to be doing but like I watched a video of a guy who just fell in who fell in you know it was a they're doing something and the person fell into the water with his camera and I'm like oh my god <laughs> I would die yeah wedding photography is a special skill and it's got to be something you like you really love I feel like for I've never even been to a wedding before really yeah I've never been to a wedding wow I'm a sheltered person I hope y'all know that like this is not a joke I've never been to a wedding have you been to a wedding rich Okay. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Need some water? My rib went into my kidney. Okay. Glad you're okay. Got me nervous. <laughs> Got me nervous. Oh. I even know you can get the rib into your kidney. How do you do that? Oh, okay. You should see. You should see when he have a panic attack. That's just funny. It's not funny. He never had a full one. Probably one time I walked up behind him and acted like I was gonna choke him. He said, <laughs> "I said, bro, chill." <laughs> I said, "Bro, chill." <laughs> he was like in his own world. I was like, <laughs> I just put him in an arm. Up. Sorry, I'll be doing that a lot. <laughs> but Do you like do you like weddings? Yeah, I like it. Do you like weddings, Alexis? Have you been? Yeah. So It's especially fun when you're in the wedding. Well, yeah, it's especially fun when you're in the wedding, getting behind the scenes, seeing all the stress and everything like that. Get to help help out. Keep the stress low or keep things light if you if you give that energy or just like watch how families interact. That's also one of my favorite parts of seeing how, how sometimes, you know, people got crazy relatives and I enjoy them. Like I enjoy seeing people's like full the fullness of people's families at weddings. I remember we did a I remember we did a reception, which is you know, that's the thing after the wedding, right? Remember we did we did a catering party for a reception. And the only behind the scenes, I remember I getting that because I didn't want to be a part of it. I was just back there cooking. <laughs> and, like, I remember the biggest thing was, like, we're, we're talking to the bartender. And I remember the person coming out was like, yeah, this is a picture of the person. Do not serve them any alcohol. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, imagine getting banned from the bar. Because they don't want, they don't want their wedding to be ruined. Some people, yeah, you got to be careful with certain people. But, yeah. Um, so I haven't been like I said. I don't know. I don't know why I haven't been to a wedding. I don't think any of my friends are married. <laughs> well, I know none of my friends are married. That's wild. I think the only people that I know that are married, they moved away and got married. Oh, Liz and them, Liz and Colin. I didn't get invited to that wedding. <laughs> no shame. Yeah, it, I mean, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. I don't know what the size of the wedding. Like, I don't know what all that goes into it. But yeah, I've never. I remember I got like you know when they like you can, someone else can invite you like a like a plus one. Mm-hmm. I got that plus one to a wedding, but it was in San Diego, and I was like, it's a little deep for somebody I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Weddings are only really fun in my opinion when you like 
particularly know the groom and bride and especially if you know people the other people that they've invited like it's not i don't know being Have a plus one is probably fun especially if like you are close or cool with the person but i don't know best weddings are when you know as many people as possible have you ever crashed a wedding no it wouldn't be fun i wouldn't no? know anybody i mean i guess it would be fun getting to know people but that's one of my goals that's one of my bucket list goals to crash a wedding maybe if i was like staying at a hotel you know and a wedding was happening i would do it then but i just want to i just want to know how long i would be able to last it's all night if they liked you enough especially yeah. if it's in the reception everybody's drinking they already ate like they'd be like join us want to want to drink <laughs> yeah so i remember it was a thread on on reddit and they were talking about like wedding crashes and i think one of the guys was talking about like how they went to crash the wedding and at the end the person told me like yeah we already knew that you weren't part of the wedding but we enjoyed you yeah we just had a good time i'm like that's the like a, the it's a party yeah you know i mean in some cases i get like why some people might want to keep it private, especially because it can be expensive. But I just feel like after a certain point, like a certain hour when there's no more food being served, we're just dancing, we're just like having a good time, we're just doing games and things like that. It's, it should be open, open, open party, open party. If you want to come join us, join us. Uh, but shoot, I was like, even come get some food. No, it costs money. But I thought it's it, per head. Oh, is it? Really? Oftentimes, yeah, it's per head. Which I remember, I, I remember. I remember when we did catering, we always had hella extra food. I'm like, oh, we not taking it back. <laughs> well, that's the thing too about weddings. I feel like there's always a lot of food and alcohol left over. Uh, but I've never been to a wedding where they ran out. To be honest. That's what I'm saying. So but, that little two, that little two people who walked in, and now nah, I'm not saying a, a crowd of people, but you know, little two stragglers. Like, <laughs> Like, girl, ain't nobody finna eat them drum legs. Let them have that. Especially you get those, like, last-minute flakes. People decide to not go to weddings last minute because they can't make it. So then you have this. That's also why people have leftovers because. Get me nervous. People RSVP and then cancel last minute. I have some experience with with, with wedding planning. I really like, I don't know, I really like weddings. That sounds like a lot of stress. Man, the day I get. My, 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 the lady next door, she's got married, or not married, pause, her daughter's got married, and she was telling me about the process, and they, they, and they, shout out to her, because they, she got proposed to, at the beginning of the year, just got married, like, two weeks ago, on a Friday. They eloped, or did they have, like, a full service wedding? Full service wedding. Because they're going to do it next year, well, they're going to do it in two years, and then, because... The the best man was about to get deployed, mm. and he wouldn't be back for two years. So instead of doing waiting the two years, they like no, let's go ahead and do it now. And they threw that thing together from I think it was like February to now. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> seven months. Wow, um, that's impressive. Locking in a date and everything, yeah. It was Good for them. That's what I said. That's why I like wedding planning. I don't know. I like working under the the you know pressure, the stipulations, finding the dress. The, under all of the things that the bride really wants, finding the, the location that they both will like and that fits in their budget. Like, I like that problem-solving factor um, of wedding planning. I have a friend that's actually getting married soon. And my sister. You okay? You looking overwhelmed over there? Sounds like a lot there. of stress, boy. Oh, Yeah. Like they're just not not invested. Mm-hmm. 
there's it's interesting actually to see how kind of men show up in wedding planning because or grooms because the uh, very i know that there are other you know there's like women who get married to women men who get married to men but in this case i think it's interesting when or i guess you could say any partner is not interested but men in particular because I've watched a lot of my friends get married and everybody's partner is different. And I, I haven't seen like the same sort of engagement. Some have been very interested and invested in having like a say, especially in like the stuff that's pertaining to groomsmen and, you know, um, music or food. But then there are some who like have a preference, but don't, but are not like decisive, if that makes sense. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, it would be nice if we could do such and such, but they don't do anything to actually like make that happen. So they're not helping with the planning. It's just ideas. Yeah. Um, and then there's ones that get overwhelmed and just totally kind of tap out. I feel like when it comes to when I get married, I just care about the guest list. But don't you want the guests on the list to have a good time? I mean, I, and could, experience? I think I'll trust the people involved. I got some pretty good aunties and, and moms <laughs> that, that I think they'll hold it down. The thing is about a wedding is it's about the people getting married and yeah. the people getting married have to shape that experience for those attending. Mm -hmm. Not your mom, not your aunties, not your sister. I mean, but yeah, I'm also, I mean, you know, I, it's hard to explain. Just saying. Because it's like one of those things where, like, but I'm like that with everything. Even my birthday is like. That's different. You could, other people can plan something that's about you. But when, like, a wedding is about a couple. And so it really is on, it, it's, it should be centered around everything that celebrates and, and represents that couple. And mm -hmm. we all know, like, outsiders looking in, aren't, we don't know the couple like yeah. a couple knows themselves. Yeah. So if it's, it's like if you're like it, like I have a um, sorority sister who eloped during COVID and they eloped. I want to say I don't remember what uh, mountaintop it was, but she went like in nature that because they like to hike. They like they're very, you know, outdoorsy people and they got married and eloped there because that's their thing. And, yeah. you know, they didn't need to have a huge party or I f or a huge wedding. I feel like that. I feel like. They might have had a party. Did they have a party later on? I don't remember if they had a party. But you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But it took them both being decisive enough to be like, yeah, we want to elope. We want to do it at this particular location because it represents us as a couple and what we like. Like, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's on the bride and the groom. And if the groom's not invested in it, then it's. I mean, unfair that the bride has to do all of the work in figuring that out how to articulate that in a meaningful way that's you know what I mean that's thought provoking on both parties end yeah I was uh, more talking about the the leg work <laughs> I, I give uh, you the ideas all you want <laughs> hey mom want a red suit <laughs> a red suit Wild, <laughs> living life on the edge. Alexis, what do you think? Uh, Nothing red. <laughs> red suit. Red suit. Mhm. Mm I'm not. I'm not. I'm just joking. But I'm like. I'm like saying like that. Like I'll get the input, but I'm like, man. I, I guess I go find me a red suit if I have to. But yeah, you got to take the lead. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna get all my groomsmen together on this day to go try on we suits. All gonna go try on red suits. <laughs> you know, maybe like a navy suit with a dark red tie. Black. I gotta go black. I'm joking. Hey, but I will say, I ain't against the red suit at the reception. <laughs> The reception, huh? Whoa! Called, the one after the after, right? Mm-hmm. We change outfit. Mm-hmm. An outfit change. Yeah, I'll do something crazy. Wow, that is crazy. What kind of red? It, it could be doable, like oh, a burgundy. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, you, yeah. You know, I think he knows the reference. I'm gonna show you the reference. Okay. <laughs> I think it's like that bright red over there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bringing up Kanye. <laughs> Kanye West red suit. Oh, that's exactly the color of that box over there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For a wedding? Not that's for reception. For, the reception. <laughs> for a wedding reception? It's 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 got character. <laughs> With the red octopus. It's giving. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got to chip in for the Red October. That's all I care about. <laughs> no, I'm just. But <laughs> hey, listen. Maybe not loud a little bit. Listen. This is, yeah. So you know, I mean, it's their own. I'm not. I'm not committed to it, but you know. But it's a vision you have. It's not a- the red suit, but you know, I definitely want to stand out. <laughs> definitely want to stand out. I want to be able to be found. <laughs> I don't like, oh, where'd he go? I'm like, oh, no, there he is. Because I'm going to get faded. You and all the other people in red red suits? All the other groomsmen? Oh, no, I would not. I'm just joking. Just they you? Can't. Just me. Well, I need to be a star of the show. Yeah, I think having some sort of opinion. That one you'd have to... Uh, <laughs> you'd have to debate that one with Alexis. So I had to find some middle ground. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not committed to... I'm not married to anything. But, yeah, you know, but like, I'm just saying... I'm saying, like, in idea. terms of the practice, you know, of, like, wedding planning of being um, an invested groomsman. There are some dreams, even that like I feel like brides really want, but have to compromise. So it goes both ways. But when one person is only willing to compromise on the few things they care about, as opposed to really helping make decisions on all the things that are important to be made, it does come become well, a stressful process. I guess I will say, like I said, you know, like some people are like, oh, I, I, I have an idea what my wedding is gonna look like. It was like yesterday. Like I don't have no vision of what my my wedding gonna look like at all. That's okay. Oh God. So it's like, more like when when the cake comes around, and you've got cake options. Oh, Not saying that. oh they all taste good. Oh I can do that. I'm a chef. <laughs> we gonna okay. get down to that. Okay. I can, like I said stuff that you know like food. Flowers. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> see, see, see what I mean by how you'll but, give a certain energy towards only certain parts of the planning when all parts of the planning need the same energy to an extent to an extent that's where partnership comes in you know what you're right you're right you're right you're right listen help me you're understand right. why we need Egyptian carnations. <laughs> They're the most cost effective. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, like it's usually some crazy name, like yeah, no Polynesian tulips. I'm just throwing names. Is that out what here. you used to see when real. you would cater? Huh? Is that what you used to see when you would cater? What? 
the names names of those sorts of flowers or? oh no there's just names i made up on top of my head i'm just you know i'm just saying names that would be like you know people like i've seen people like have a i've seen a lady who was planning she had a book and in the book there was detailed reasons on why they chose a certain flower oh yeah yeah and I, i'm like stuff like that where am i flowers have meanings yeah yeah just I'm, as colors that's what i'm saying like i i, I get it but i say time like i've never thought about the type of flower Okay. And the meaning that I flower. Okay. Unless we're talking about, I mean, roses, but yeah. How do we get so far down this rabbit hole exactly? I don't know. I think we're just talking about event photography and we're talking about we got into weddings, weddings. And I've never been to a wedding before. I hope you but get the opportunity to be a second photographer at least and shoot one. Sounds like a lot. <laughs> okay. Sounds scary. I mean, maybe one, like one. I don't know why it gives me so much anxiety to think about them, but yeah. I've, oh, technically, I've been to one. I was like four. Mm. I don't even think I remember. I think I was like three. No, we're talking about in your adult life. Nah, yeah. I got my mom has a picture of me in my little suit, <laughs> <laughs> and then my my nephew wore my suit. <laughs> I thought that was so dope. I like uh, kids at weddings are are fun. <laughs> but yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about? No. You know, I kind of wanted to, like I said, I felt like this was a, kind of just wanted to clear the brain. Yeah, I'm brain just checking and tapping. Tapping. Clear out the brain before we get started on this new, this new, for this new schedule. Yeah. With fall starting up soon, the actual season. So, yeah, I don't have more to say. I feel like there's a lot going on in the world. It feels like the world's on fire a little bit. So... Maybe in our next episode, decompressing a little bit about some of that stuff. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. But did I cut you off? No. Yeah, that's all I have. That's all that's all that's on my mind for this episode, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wanna like I said, this was a simple episode, guys. Just a little check in, you know, a little just you know sometimes we just need those need those days. Yeah. Sometimes we don't have the time in the week to think about a bunch of really great topics. But. Oh. No, it's that's okay. okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's also one of those things, too. Like I feel like not only time in the week, but sometimes I don't, you know, I think especially like when you're talking about like your, your work schedule, it might not be the best to be heavily getting deep into some stuff when you have things that you're really trying to figure out for real. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a mental capacity sometimes. Yeah. So I appreciate just being able to just share, check in, and um, honestly declutter my mind a little bit. This was very productive <laughs> for me mentally and emotionally. So. I feel you? it, though. Anything else you want to say? talk about? Yeah, solid. Uh, I'm pretty chill. Okay. Probably about to fuck up that piece of chicken, though. You didn't eat? All right. I'm fat. Y'all don't realize I'm fat, boy. Don't let the hype fool you. There's a gut on this. But, guys, I appreciate you again for joining us for another episode of the Special Friends Podcast. Again, I'm your boy, Woozy. And I'm Allie B, a.k.a. Hey, Professor B on IG. You feel me? House cleaning, housekeeping. Do us a favor. Like the video if you enjoy it. Subscribe. If you guys are watching the video version, do me a big favor. Can you go to the Apple Podcast 
and put rated five stars. That helps out a lot. And leave a comment. Leave a yeah, leave a comment for There's sure. Anything you want us to talk about? We'd love some inspo. Yeah, even for real, inspiration would be cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Some user generated topics. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, guys, we're out of here. Yep. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>